Yes, we are starting the Daniel, the book of Daniel series. And it will run for about three months. And it is a very, very powerful book. The theme is Unshakable, sermon series from the book of Daniel. And different pastors will be sharing from different passages of Scripture. And we want to take you through the book of Daniel because this is a powerful time that we are living in and we need a powerful word of the Lord to guide us, to lead us, to strengthen our faith even during this time. Unshakable. You don't have to be shaken by what is taking place in the world today. Unique and unusual as it may be, but there is a word from God for each and every one of us. So don't miss out at all for the next three months as we go through this series. And there may be certain breaks because of the of special uh, days that we are observing. But then you will go through this book of Daniel in just about three months. Let me start off even this series by just giving a little bit of introduction of the book. Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonian king, captured Jerusalem in the year 605 BC. And he took into captivity the Jewish people, bright, intelligent, selected people. He took them into captivity and uh, into, into Babylon. And Daniel was one of those, plus the other three, as we popularly call them, the three Hebrew children. Then the, the events in the book of Daniel cover from 605 BC until the third year of the reign of Cyrus, the Median uh, king, in the year 536 BC. Daniel was just about 17 years old when he was taken to Babylon. And he lived until about 90 years. In other words, he lived through the captivity. He saw the captivity. He ministered for more than 70 years. The captivity lasted 70 years. So he saw the captivity. He saw the return of the people of God back to Jerusalem, although he never returned with them to Jerusalem. Daniel was, a, was single, never married, never had any children. But God raised him up even in such a unique time to be his prophet and his voice in Babylon. What we are going to do as we study the book of Daniel is we are not going to go through it chapter by chapter sequentially, but we are going to treat it as a thematic approach. In other words, we will take the themes of the book of Daniel we will not follow the sequence of the chapter. Now you find that it's very easy to follow actually. Chapter 1 to chapter 6 basically is on the historical part. But chapter 7 to chapter 12 is the prophetic part. And you see a lot of prophecies. But we are treated thematically. In other words, we are talking about, for example, faith and faithfulness as a theme. We are talking about human suffering and human system. We'll talk about the sovereignty of God and of course, definitely, we'll talk about the end times. And I'm sure we'll be interested to see what God has for us 
not just in the past or the present, but also the future. And Daniel unfolds to us even all the plans of God in this area. What a powerful book, so don't miss it. But for today, I will start off by sharing on unshakable faith in shaky times. Yes, we are living in very shaky times. Everything that can be shaken has been shaken, will be shaken. We have a shaky government, a shaky economy, shaky jobs perhaps even. And everything that we are treading upon and trying to do are so shaky and unstable. Even what we are doing in transmitting, in broadcasting, even this online service to you. We are not sure how it's going to be next week. This week is live stream. Next week may be pre-recording. We are hoping and praying that we will be able to gather physically again for on-site service. But everything is so shaky. It can just change overnight and you know it. Sending your children to school is so shaky and, and unstable. It can just change anytime according to the situations of the pandemic in our country. And the only solution for us is to have strong faith. Strong faith. Faith that is not blown about by every wind of doctrine. Faith that is not going to be destroyed because of the uncertain times that we are living in. Faith that is placed upon a sure God, an unchanging God who loves us, who cares for us, who will provide, who will heal, who will lead, who will guide, who will protect each and every one of His children. Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But can you just imagine if you can develop that kind of strong faith in God? When God is pleased, all will be well. And I pray that even as we go through the book of Daniel, it is not just about history. It is not just about prophecies. It is in order that your faith may be fortified, built up, that you'll be strong in Him no matter what happens. This is the unshakable faith that we are talking about and how do you develop this kind of faith? From the book of Daniel, chapter 1. There are three ways to develop this kind of unshakable faith. First of all, look up. God is sovereign. Type in the chat group, look up. Yes, God is sovereign. Our faith is in a sovereign God. Verse 1 and verse 2 of the Daniel chapter 1 opens to us the world that was in existence, that was existing at that time. Verse 1 itself tells us about Jehoiakim, the king of Judah. He has to surrender to Nebuchadnezzar. And Jehoiakim is actually a picture of the depravity of man. Totally corrupt, immoral, full of idolatry. That's why God has to allow the nation of Israel to go into captivity because their sins have mounted up to the heavens because of the depravity 
of King Jehoiakim, which is just a picture of the population at that time, the people at that time. Nebuchadnezzar is another guy. He is a picture of the brutality of man. So brutal, he just slaughtered people left and right. No feelings, no compassion. That's the kind of world that we are living in. Some people can be very brutal. Nebuchadnezzar is a, is a military genius. His strategies are genius. He's a builder as well. Then we have Babylon. In verse 1, Babylon. Oh, that name itself. Babylon was a superpower in those days. The city of Babylon is just splendid, magnificent. No other city like the city of Babylon. That's why we have the hanging garden of Babylon that Nebuchadnezzar built for his homesick wife. But do you know what Babylon means? Splendid as it was, in the Akkadian language, it means the gateway to God's. The gateway to God. Babylon is an idolatrous city, nation. Somebody have said that Babylon is the womb of idolatry. All idolatry and idolatrous practices came up from there. There were hundreds of hundreds of shrines in Babylon. But in the Hebrew language, Babylon means confusion. Confusion. Whereas the Babylonians think that they are the gateway to God's. But when God looked down, as He looked down at the Tower of Babel, it is full of confusion. Confused with all kinds of immoral practices, brutality, and idolatry. Jerusalem is mentioned. Jerusalem, in contrast, is the city of God. Yes, Daniel grew up in the city of God, Jerusalem, although now he is in Babylon. And guess what? In verse 2, it says, And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, into Nebuchadnezzar's hand. It wasn't because Nebuchadnezzar was smart. It wasn't because Babylon was powerful that they defeated Jehoiakim. No. It was the sovereign hand of God. It says here, the Lord gave. And that's the reason they, led, they were led into captivity. God is sovereign. It's not Nebuchadnezzar. It's not Babylon. In spite of all the depravity and the brutality of man, in spite of all the evil of man, God is still sovereign. He is still ruling. Sometimes we look at the evils around us and we think that God has lost and the devil has won. Friends, that's not the case. Where we are right now, what we are facing right now, in a way, is nothing compared to what Daniel was facing in those days. And yet, he still look up to God and understand that God is the one who is in control of those who is supposed to be in control. And you will read it throughout the book of Daniel, almost every chapter, 
God shows that He is still in control. Type in the chat group and say, God is in absolute control. So let us look up. Faith is not believing in my own unshakable belief. No. But rather faith is believing in an unshakable God when everything within me trembles and quakes. Faith stands because we look up to a God who is sovereign. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Secondly, we have to live out your faith. It is not just to live by faith. We, as Christians, we know that we are to live by faith. But now we have to live out our faith in a land surrounded by heathen practices and, and idolatry and wickedness. That's the kind of culture that Daniel and his friends were put into. And they have to live out their faith in the most hostile environment, in the most difficult situation. Even at the risk of their very own lives, they were willing to live out that faith. And they resolved to be faithful. In verse 8, Daniel resolved he would not defile himself. He resolved, he determined that he will be faithful no matter what. There was a lot of shaking in the palace with regard to a lot of things that were happening. But Daniel did not allow the shakings to shape his faith. Or rather, Daniel uh, did not allow the shakings to shake his faith, but rather to shape his faith. And what were those shakings? Nebuchadnezzar came out with project Babylonization. He wanted to Babylonize these Hebrew children, young, very potential, and he instructed his chief recruiter, the master of the eunuch, Espenaz, to just take these Babylonian children and in three years to Babylonize them. These Jewish children must be Babylonized in three years. That's the project. Through teaching, through culture, through showing them the splendor of Babylon and all other ways. You see, Satan doesn't need to, a long time to draw us away from the faith if we are not careful. He just, all he needs is just a few weeks, a few months, or perhaps just three years to shape our thinking, to shape our mind, to take over our bodies if we allow him. But don't you, don't you do that. Let's understand this project that, baby, that Nebuchadnezzar subjected the Hebrew children to. First of all, it was the mind game. He says, teach them, give them knowledge. 
And this knowledge here is not just about science and other world affairs, but it is mixed with magician, astrology, divination. Teach them the way to worship Babylonian gods. Indoctrinate them. The world will try to claim you and destroy your faith in this way. There is a lot of indoctrination going on, whether it be in our education system, or whether it be through the social media. Oh, now there's, there's so much information out there. If you are just soaking in everything that is in the world, my friends, brothers and sisters, very soon it will control our mind and it will be, be manifested in our life. But Daniel would not have any of that. He re renewed his mind through God's, tr God's word, through God's truth. And not only the mind, it wasn't just an indoctrination, brainwashing project, but it was also their identity. Give them new names. And that has to do with their identity. Sort them into a new identity. The world will try to rename you and discourage you from your faith. Look at the beautiful names of Daniel and his three friends. It has everything to do with Jehovah. Their names are linked to Jehovah God, the God that rules the entire universe. But they were given another name that is linked to all the Babylonian gods instead. Daniel, his name means God is my judge. His name was changed to Belshazzar, which means Bel will protect. Bel is the chief guardian of the Babylonian gods. Hananiah means God, Jehovah, is gracious. Name changed to Shadrach, Kamana Baku, the sun god. Michelle, who is as our God? His name was changed to Message, belonging again to the Sumerian God, Aku. And Azariah, the Lord, Jehovah, is my helper. His name was changed to Abednego, the servant of Nebo. But guess what? Even though the Babylonians wanted to change their name, as far as these Hebrew children are concerned, they refused. Whether they acknowledge their names or not when called, we are not sure. But as far as the record in the book of Daniel is concerned, they retain their Hebrew name. Daniel, in Daniel chapter 10 verse 11, was even addressed as Daniel the beloved of God. They refuse to be linked even to the heathen gods. People will try to label us. People will try to change your identity. But always remember who we are in God. There is a song that says, I will change your name. And the song says, I will change your name. Instead of being called wounded, outcast, lonely, fearful, you will instead be changed. Be changed to joyful, changed to overcoming, faithful unto God. God has given us a new name and you are called the beloved child of God. You are the anointed of God. You are protected by God. 
You are beloved of God. Remember who you are and don't let anybody change that name, whatever the situation may be. Then there's the body. They were given a new diet. At that point, Daniel says, no. He refused, although in a very kind, courteous way. Why? Not just because he's, the meal is just full of meat as the king's food is. Not just because he's vegetarian. But because all the food has been offered to the pagan gods. And for that reason, mainly, then you refuse it. You see, the world will try to tame you and derail your faith. Resolve to be faithful. Do not be Babylonized or become worldly or be sucked into the world system or the enemy's trick. But rather stand and be faithful unto God. Live out your faith, in the, even in the midst of the pandemic. The pandemic will change a lot of the ways that we are doing things. And some of us will become fearful. But no, do not be fearful at all. Fear is not your name. God has granted us the victory and He says, I will be with you. Your name is associated with me, God who is sovereign. Brothers and sisters, you can lean on God's faithfulness. He is faithful yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Type in the chat group, God is faithful. God is faithful always. So Daniel says, Put us to the test for 10 days. And you will see the result of what God can do. At the end of 10 days, refraining from the king's food, they have their own food. At the end of 10 days, they look better in appearance and actually they put on weight. Now, it is impossible to do that in 10 days. You know that. You try a special diet for 10 days, it will not work. It may take 30 days at least. But in 10 days, there is supernatural help. Daniel dared to be put to the test because he leaned on God's faithfulness. And as a result, verse 17 says, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. And in all matters, the king found them 10 times better. That's the result of leaning on and trusting in God's faithfulness. He will not fear us. God's faithfulness, God's favor is always 10 times better. Type in the chat group and say 10 times better. Yes, God will give you skill. Yes, God will grant us wisdom. Yes, God will watch over our mind, the learning, the skill. God will watch over our spirit with revelation, dreams, and visions. And God will watch over our body and grant us healthy, strong bodies that will be better 
in appearance than others. If you will just stand by faith and trust in Him, do not worry, do not fear, but trust and lean on the faithfulness of God. Even in shaky times, you will find that unshakable faith in an unshakable God, unchanging God, will always result in ten times better for the people of God. So brothers and sisters, let's trust in the Lord. Let's live by the principles of God's Word. Let's be faithful and let's reach out to God. Look up for God is sovereign. Live out your faith and lean on God's faithfulness. Hallelujah. Let us pray. At this time, we are going to pray for those who want to respond to what God is speaking into your hearts. Perhaps you're living and you know it in very shaky times. Your life, your family, your situation is very, very unstable. You are surrounded by hostile forces and you think that God has given up on you. No, He has not. He is still working in your heart and life and situation. Will you reach out to Him right now if you need prayer? If you need prayer, I will pray for you first. And after that, you can just call in that prayer line that we have. There will be people who want to pray, pastors and leaders who will be praying along with you. You're, 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 what, what you are facing right now is so difficult. You wonder whether you can even make it. You have lost even your identity. You don't know who you are, where you are going. Your mind is so confused. Perhaps you are depressed even. The enemy has taken a foothold over your mind. You cannot think straight anymore. Oh, come before the Lord. Oh, He will grant you new skills, new, new, new wisdom, learnings that will cause you to be ten times better. Perhaps you are feeling that you're always inferior. You always lose out to others. No, no, no. God says, I will make you ten times better. You shall be the head and not the tail. If you just lean on Him and not just on yourself. You have been so put off because of all the jobs that you applied for. Nobody was interested in you. King Nebuchadnezzar noticed these people, Daniel and his three friends, and he quickly recruited them in the king's service. People will be knocking on your doors. People will be asking for your resume. We want you. Stay faithful unto the Lord. Look to Him. You do what you have to do. You say no to the things that you have to say no to. But you always say yes to God. We're going to pray for you right now, whatever your needs. I'm going to pray a quick prayer. And after that, you can call our prayer line. And pastors, you'll be listening to you. Pastors, you'll be praying the prayer of faith over your life. And I believe that this week, 
this hour from now until 12 o'clock, miracles are going to happen. Perhaps you say, my faith is weak. I don't have that kind of faith. That's why you need to call that prayer line. And pastors will be joining you in the prayer of, prayer of faith to release the 10 times better favor and faithfulness of God upon your lives. You don't have to be afraid of what's going to happen next in this pandemic world. Our God is still in charge. The government seems to have lost control. Even with all the vaccine and all that, it's not just all hope and glory. But our God, He will watch over, He will protect, and He will grant that breakthrough and you will be experiencing the 10 times better blessings of God in your life. Let's believe the Lord for that. I'm going to pray for you and you can keep on calling that prayer line right now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. Lord, you have loved us, you have watched over us, you have called us as your own. Oh God, we belong to you. We declare our faith in you, Jehovah God, our provider, our Savior. Thank you, dear Lord. We crown you the Lord of our lives. Touch every need, even right now, dear Lord. We, even in the midst of very unstable, very shaky ground that we are standing on right now. But Lord, we are looking up to you. And I call upon the resources of heaven and the sovereign God to just pour forth your blessings upon your people. The body will be strong. The mind will be renewed. The spirit will be released to the working of the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, the name that is above all names, I declare victory for your people, dear Lord. Strengthen the faith of each and every one that no matter what happens, dear Lord, we will trust in you. We will depend on you. And we will also rejoice in you. To you be the glory. Perhaps you are here right now and you do not know this God that I'm talking about. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross to take away our sins. To give us the victory over sin and sicknesses. And if you do not know this Jesus, you want to invite Him into your life and crown Him as your Savior and Lord. Please pray this prayer after me. Dear God, I'm so sorry I've sinned against you. I come in repentance. I thank you. You send your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins. I confess all my sins and I invite Jesus into my life to cleanse me, to forgive me of all my sins. I crown Jesus in my life as my Savior and Lord. I surrender my life into your hands. Teach me your ways. Reveal your plans for my life. And I'll follow after you. Thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have just prayed that prayer, call that number 
on your screen. 03-2022-5722. And talk to somebody on the line about what you have just, about, about what, have, what, have just, what, what has just happened in your life as you invite Jesus into your life and we will continue to pray for you. Praise the Lord. Let's all just worship the Lord together who is faithful, will always be faithful. You can lean on His faithfulness and I'll come back for the benediction in a while. And Father of kindness, You have poured our grace. You brought me out of darkness. You have filled me with peace. Giver of mercy, you're my help in time of need. Lord, I can't help but sing. And faithful you are. Promises are yes and amen. And all your promises are yes and amen. And beautiful Savior, you have brought me near. You pulled me from the ashes, you have broken every curse. A blessed Redeemer, you have set. This cat to free, Lord, I can help but sing and faithful you are, faithful forever you will be. Yes and amen. All your promises are yes and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord is faithful. Let's look to Him even right now. Hallelujah. Father, we just want to thank you that indeed you are the ever faithful God. Your faithfulness is from everlasting to everlasting. So Lord, we look to you. Watch over your people. Continue to bless them with your favour in whatever field, in whatever situation. We will shine for you, dear Lord. Let the favour of the Lord be with us, dear Lord. And we'll give you the praise and the glory. Let your presence be with us throughout the week and upon our own family, dear Lord. Entire family will surrender into your hands, dear Lord. We will see the goodness of the Lord even over each and every one. And they will grow up in the knowledge and the favour of God. We thank you. We praise you for all this. We pray and give thanks in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Shalom. If you need prayer, continue to call that prayer line and we'll be there until 12pm for you. God bless you. Shalom.